Dan Phillips is back today. Dan, are you going to be my Valentine on February the 14th? Oh, mate. Actually, hold on. Hold on. It's not even February the 14th, is it? It's February the 15th. Oh, what a terrible start. Dan was my Valentine last night. We, had, we went to the Wimpy in Morden, had a lovely time, didn't we, Dan? <laughs> yeah, it was beautiful. It was it beautiful. Was beautiful. Um, uh, just to go, I don't need a day, mate. I don't need to that day to no. express my, my love and gratitude for you. We're each other's top, top five for the rest of the time. Exactly, um, exactly. So this week, a bit of a different show. As we've, as I've talked about, you're probably all bored of me, talk, me talking about... Um, the archive's a little bit bare now until the end of February, um, which is around the UWF debut. And also um, there's a little person called Sting and the Ultimate Warrior that are about to debut in this promotion. So that'll be interesting in March. So I did a bit of searching around and found a few bits from this time to have a look at. And I'm going to I'm going to send out the links to these matches in the description for the um, for this show. And also I'll, I'll whack them on Twitter as well, because I'm sure some of you, many of the Hundreds of thousands of people listen to this podcast will, I'm sure, want to watch these matches. So first up was a number one contenders match between Jake Roberts and Terry Taylor that aired on television, I don't know when, and was taped at the Myriad on February the 11th, 1986. So um, Taylor hit the forearm at three minutes, um, but Roberts flew under the bottom rope and escaped the potential pinfall. And there were definitely some boos from the crowd for Taylor in this babyface versus babyface contest, which was really interesting. Um, and I thought the Myriad in this looked really great, like pretty much all lit up. This was such a fever pitch crowd and just a really good presentation and um, jake got back into the match at five minutes with his great short clothesline and he got some booze as well and i was actually a bit surprised about this because i thought the fans um would, would probably be more like they were for warrior and hogan at wrestlemania six a few years later and just not like just cheer for their favorites and not boo the other one as these were two very popular guys but actually yeah there were there were definite boos for both men more pronounced for taylor and um, taylor hit a backbreaker to get back into the match which robert sold like he had like it had completely torn him apart um roberts though quickly came back with a knee lift that had the crowd gasping and one that mr wrestling two would have been proud of and um, joel's on joel on commentary said he could smell the popcorn and the tension from the fans Roberts hit the DDT out of the corner and the ref went to count to three, but then he noticed that Taylor's leg was under the rope and he stopped the count. Jake celebrated, which was dumb. I hate that spot so much. And the ref informed him of the situation as Taylor recovered on the outside. Eventually, Roberts went for another knee lift, which Taylor moved out the way of and he got caught with an inside cradle to a lot of boos from this crowd, uh, which Ross called attention to on commentary. Quite a shocking conclusion to this one with Taylor winning. Uh, I like the match a lot. And again, the crowd was just so into this. And um, Dan, what did you think of Taylor versus Roberts? This is just under 10 minutes. Electric. Sorry, nine minutes, 30 seconds, I should say. Yeah, the crowd, were, the crowd were electric. But when you watch this, I mean, anyone that's listened to the pod or watches some of the shows, it is really weird. Like, honestly, when, when I say like Terry Taylor's getting booed, like he's getting, like, it's, 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 you can't but pretend. You know, sometimes you watch these these events and someone's getting booed that maybe shouldn't be, and the commentators might be able to hide it or mask the fact that yeah. they, they're getting booed. No, they couldn't. Even if they wanted to, they couldn't. It no. was like it was really like it was so apparent. And yeah, yeah, okay. Jake had a few boos, but I don't think it was anywhere near the same. I would say it was more cheers for him. Hundred percent. Um, Jake was less than ten yeah. percent booze. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Obviously, this is sort of a grudge match from Jake DDT and Taylor onto a chair. Um, and obviously, there was a lot of, you know, 
as we've noticed, DDT, the, we've seen signs in recent weeks, we've seen yeah. the chant on for it now. It's like the 1986 One Wing Angel. Or, or the 1986 Stone Cold Stunner. Yeah, but people kicked out of Stunner. Uh, yeah, I suppose they did, actually. Yeah, they did. Yeah. So, not not yeah. at his pump. That always used to annoy me. I remember there was... Do you remember, do you, remember you probably were watching around this time. When Steve Austin went heel, when he went back, back so all that summer he was in, a, in, a, in an angle with Kurt Angle, uh, in a yeah. in a program with Kurt Angle, and Angle kick out the stunner like every event, etc. Yeah. And then after the Survivor Series, they flipped, and Austin went back babyface, and Angle went back heel, and all of a sudden he couldn't kick out, kick out the stunner anymore. I'm like, he's literally been kicking out of it all summer, <laughs> and now you've got now he's yeah. face, and it's like, oh yeah, because he's a babyface now, he's got extra power on it. Just I hate yeah. stuff like that. Um, yeah, sorry, yeah, carry on on this one. But yeah, but the reason I say this is because like, there was one point where I think Jake had him in ready to go and he sort of squeezed out. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah so it just reminds me of the same thing. That when you've got these finishing moves where, you know, they are that deadly and people try and do what they can to escape. Um, Taylor was sort of dominating. Probably done a, I thought he'd done a really impressive leg drop, actually. It's a bit of a strange sentence, but yeah, I know what you mean. I remember that. Yeah, yeah really high one, wasn't it? He got so high. Yeah, yeah he it did. Really impressive. I also like that he was working on working on the arm. Yes, like the DDT arm, but the booze were just. But I'll tell you what. When he was on top, dominate booze were definite. It reminded me of John Cena in like Chicago or New York or something in like 2006, 2007, yeah. where people are like on him basically. Yeah, yeah. Do we? Do we know? Do we know why? Sorry, I don't know. Are people just bored of Terry Taylor? This is the problem. He's gone away and come back. I feel he's gone away as a sort of a bit of a bit of a weasel, really. A good looking guy, but not (laughs) a good looking weasel. Yeah, and he's come back and he's he's ripped. He he now looks like a legitimate champion, whereas before when he held the belt, well, Eric, Eric Watts has one of my favourite stories when he came on said he couldn't even hold the belt up properly. So he was so um, so weak, didn't he? That was one of the things that Eric said that he used to moan about. He goes away, he comes back, and now I'm unlucky. Yeah, it's very know. difficult um, because it's, it's really... No, I was, I was just wondering. I was, what I was going to say is it's really difficult now because we're, not, we're just not getting these... these um, events week to week and we're going to have periods where we've got five or six in a row and you get a real good feel for the promotion at yeah. time. I was just looking to see if, if maybe Taylor had been healing it up on TV and I'm, 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 I'm dangerously looking into sort of like the future but everything I can see you know the, the names that are jumping out in terms of people that he's up against and who he's teaming with this guy's a face in 86 yeah. Like so, so I don't, I don't really get it. To be honest, we got some really interesting stuff. Just, I, you know, I'm not going to look at that too, in too much detail because I can see some names. <laughs> but we got some interesting stuff in '86. But it's just such a shame that these these tapes don't exist in a completely full, you know, full way. I think there might be four or five, but there's there's massive gaps. So we'll do our best. Yeah. Just, um, it's just a shame that we can't live this week to week like we have been. Uh, any other thoughts on uh, this, um, Taylor and Roberts? Man? Sorry, yeah. So, so, um. Yeah, there was also a, a sentence that Joel said that, again, because I you know, not mean to keep going on about the crowd's reaction, but I think it was a big part of this event. Um, that Joel said, Jake, Jake is a crowd favourite, but it's also a scoundrel. <laughs> I love Joel. Yeah. So, it's just great. A it? scoundrel. A such, scoundrel. A good, such a good one. Oh, yeah, it's so good. Really, um, uh, 
I mean, I don't know if you know, but this match was due to Dark Journey and Slater, and they might have mentioned it a couple of times. Oh, it was what, sorry? They kept saying that this this match is due for Dark Journey and Slater. Oh, yeah, I don't know. don't know what the story is behind that. Yeah. Well, no, they mentioned it about 100 times. I just okay. let me enjoy the match. <laughs> but, you know, I've been tuning it. I think I was still on one from last week. I think yeah. I was still on one about, about just not let, just stop telling me about other stuff. Let me just watch this. Do you know what I mean? And live for the moment now. Don't, don't worry about anyone else. Yeah, just because you know I mean? just... it was a number one contender match. I think them two had said it or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's just then made me start getting annoyed about like Slater and Murdoch, who clearly Bill's mates. And I'm sort of like, then I've, I've gone off on a rant again. <laughs> still, still, I'm still reading from last week, but I've just got. You know, I've just put. He wants. He wants. He wants to add excitement to the promotion. Get rid of the old boys then. Um. Like you, you keep telling me to watch it and buy a ticket. I'm watching old men, but then again, he could argue that the power of booing Terry Taylor. So who knows? Who knows? Who how to please the Oklahoma crowd? Yeah, that is that who is knows? true. But Jake was pretty young at this point as well. I doubt he was much older than thirty at, uh, here. No. Um, um, but yeah. But, so yeah, but as you, you mentioned, Joel said, "Smell the popcorn." We went live the other week, and I, I tell you what, rest, live wrestling events, as much as I love it, there's no smell of popcorn anywhere. So, you know, no, it's just kind of beer, sta- beer stale beer, humans. Beer, beer, sweaty men, yeah. I don't <laughs> think I've smelled popcorn any yet, but we'll just see. I don't think I've seen we'll anyone see. eating it yet. I'm not sure you can um, get popcorn at York Hall anyway. <laughs> but um, I, I just put it at the end. Of, he hits the DDT again so well. Um, Shady doesn't pin as well and understands that he was right next to the ropes. Um, great use of the sort of the roll-up thing. Um, bit of drama. Joel went, whoa! Yeah. Uh, when it happened, but Joel was love. Um, and actually, I quite liked it because it was a bit like, it's a bit like you, the crowd clearly don't like Taylor and then he still wins. Yeah. So yeah. you know there's people that must be absolutely livid, <laughs> uh, which I quite like that idea of that. Um, but I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Yeah, I, I thought... It was a bit, but, but, but for, for, for people that watch watch the show, I think the fans thing is quite a big big part of this. Yeah. Really, really interesting. Yeah, the fans were electric in this. Uh, next up, we actually go to Valentine's Night in Houston in 1986. Uh, uh, val- the last Valentine's you weren't on Earth for, this one, Dan. So, uh, And this was, yeah, the Mars Superstar um, and Dick Murdoch. I nearly said something dreadful about your parents then in terms of like, I wonder if that was the, but it, the timing doesn't quite work out. It was like an amorous <laughs> night on, if you, on if the... Me, if you, what I can do is I can calculate for you. So when we get to that, I have to I'll let you know that my parents were really excited by someone's roll up and maybe did one The conception of Dan Phillips. <laughs> <laughs> so when would it be? It would have been, was it April, I suppose, wasn't it? Yeah, April. April. Yeah. Re- WrestleMania conception. They, they watch WrestleMania 2 on VHS. They're like, bloody hell. Incredible. Yeah. I feel so good about this. Let's, 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 uh, let's go. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, okay, so <laughs> I look forward to you seeing my, I look forward to you seeing my dad uh, tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow, yeah. Uh, I'll let, I'll let, I'll let, you can ask him if I was conceived in a figure four leg lock or whatever. <laughs> oh, wow. Ask. 
Right, so back to Valentine's Night in Houston. It's got we've got the Mars Superstar and Dick Murdoch challenging Ted DiBiase and Steve Williams for the Mid South Tag Team Titles. We got a little promo from Murdoch and Superstar beforehand. Uh, Murdoch said they've been lucky in their title uh, reign so far, and the people know him, and they know he doesn't back down from any challenge, and they are there to become the Mid South Tag Team Champions. Then to Williams and DiBiase, and DiBiase said they would do everything and anything to protect those titles. Uh, and I've said it before, but DiBiase was a very handsome man. Any thoughts on these promos? Yeah, um, I, I thought it, the, the promos gave it a big, big fight feel. Yeah, um, I mean, it is a huge fight. These are four big, big, big stars, um, four big blokes. We discussed before about um, the sizes, in particular, in the early WWF days. Everyone was a big guy, right? Or, you know, in the yes. Matrix. I mean, the big stars are big guys. These four are all big fellas. Um, and, yeah, it, the, the promos were, they done, they done the right amount to get it, to get you where you needed to be. Yeah, um, yeah. To, 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 to get you invested in this. Um, I know fans of the show are interested in my drinking and eating habits during match reviews. And for the first three minutes and 43 seconds of this one, I was consuming two Hunter's Chicken Kiefs. And actually, subsequent to writing these notes... I got in a little bit of trouble with my dear wife as, I, as she came home and I the, the, that evening. The next day, she said, well, I said, what's for dinner tonight, Charlotte? And she said, we've got Kiev's. And I said, well, I actually had Kiev's last night. She said, you didn't have the Hunter's Chicken Kiev's, did you? And I said, I absolutely did have the Hunter's Chicken's. And I said, I wanted, and she said, I really wanted to try those Hunter's Chicken Kiev's. And I said, well, I'm so very sorry, Charlotte. And I'll go back to my notes now because this is this is this fits in. It was the first time I'd ever consumed a Kiev of this type. And while it was tasty and sorted my evening hunger, I would say a traditional Kiev is far more satisfying. So stay away from the Hunter's Chicken at Kiev's. And this month, upcoming on patreon.com mid-south moments, there's a three-hour show with me reviewing 17 different chicken dishes. So if you've got a chicken dish you'd like to review, hit me up on Twitter at midmoments, and there's no better time to sign up than now. Um, uh, I'll tell you what, thinking about, uh, uh, is your link in there the difference between a good promo that makes you want to watch a match and the difference in uh, your promos that I don't think we're getting anyone signing up to, <laughs> uh, to watch a chicken here? Sign up now. Sign up now. Uh, Williams' body checks in this match were so good. Massive high energy and the crowd erupted every time he did it. Uh, Murdoch and Williams had a three-point start off, but Williams ended up running up, running straight into a back elbow. Uh, Williams also did an incredible military press and reps with the superstar on him, like doing reps up and down. Just a phenomenal shine of strength. Um, at the 18-minute mark, Williams had the mass superstar beaten with a stampede body slam when Buzz Sawyer interfered for the disappointing DQ. I thought this was solid to good throughout, albeit maybe never quite reached top gear. Um, but again, enjoyable, crowd into it, electric. What did you think of this match, Dan? Yeah, so um, on this one here, I, first of all, just a little observation. I never really questioned where tag teams stand, um, like, like whoever's not in stands. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't really question it until this. Now I know why they stand where they do. Because obviously I watched most of the first part of the match with Dick Slater's back. Okay. Yeah. Uh, in the way. Yeah. And now I know why they stand opposite and to the right on the side. Yeah. yeah. You can see everything. Yeah. And I've never thought about it before. And it's only a little thing. But just out of interest on that, do they have a face and heel side nowadays? Or did they? Or uh, like, like the face team would go. 
the left and the heel right or vice versa? I don't know. Don't know. I've never noticed that. Yeah, because I only said it because I think I've mentioned before, but at AEW, they started to utilise the different tunnel. Yeah, yeah. Because they've got the two tunnels, so they have a heel tunnel and a face tunnel. Did they do that in WWE? Have they always done it in WWE as well? No, I think they've always done that in AEW, haven't they? I think. Yeah, they work. I think it works really well. Yeah. It's quite clever sometimes, like, it's quite subtle with it all. Hang on a minute. Like, I don't notice it, but someone will go, did you notice he went through that time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you're like, oh, God. So, but yeah, I, I now know, I know, I understand what tag teams now when they do. Um, but my superstar was wearing a PVC, what looks to be a PVC mask. It looked very strange. Um, and you can pick up some weird stuff in Japan, though. So, so I'm told. <laughs> you can sometimes it stays with you for a long time <laughs> um, so um, DBS was warned about uh, a closed fist punch I'm always yes. a bit vague on this is this, is this is this always a rule yeah it's always a rule yeah 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 you've it's, got to hit them with your arm uh, it, well, it's forearm or slap forearm, basically yeah. yeah 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 but then one of them promos from last week um, uh, that I think DBS is due to have a closed fist match. Tape fist, yeah, tape fist. I don't know why I did the little, I'll do the little bloom up with my fingers yeah, there. Yeah, it yeah. doesn't translate on the screen. Match, yeah. Which I assume means if they're having a tape fist match, they can't punch. Yes, yeah. Right, okay. Um, is that B? Is that what, sorry? Is that like lost to the animals of Tyler? That match? Fist match. Yeah. Oh, that is a genre of match. No, it was in that particular match. Oh, uh, I would have thought so, yeah, because the only the only matches really that exist um, from this time are from Houston because they were all taped. Um, but the, yeah, but the okay. other the other live event shows were Sounds brutal. Um, yeah, it does. Okay. Great. So yeah, I've got and Murdoch. I mean, I'm not his biggest fan anyway. But he really slowed the match down, um, but like the 1986 version of Brock Lesnar, move, <laughs> stop. Wait, um, he's always on the canvas trying to trying to do some sort of sneaky move, like so boring. Um, and I think we're all meant to be like, oh, he's a bit of a slightly old veteran and all of that. No, boring. And then, and then, luckily, like you mentioned, Doctor Death, his football tackles got the crowd going. Like, yeah, I'm not surprised. Uh, the military presses, impressive. I would say what, but what credit touched upon. When they when he sets him up to do the football to challenge each other, yeah, and he, and he gives he drops the elbow. He does know, yeah, I like, I like that. I thought that was good. So I I let him off with that. Um, I thought that was nice. Um, but um, I thought it was pretty good all the way through. But I thought it was it had quite a lot of scruffy moments. I guess it's the best word for it. Um, and Buzz Sawyer interrupting was just a bit of a bit of a mess, really. Um, just very disappointing. Um, Duggan turning up a bit, but I went, um, but other than that, you know, um, post match, they'd done an interview to say, like, how angry they were, and that they want to do like a cage match or whatever stipulation. Yeah, why are they angry? Why are they angry? I think because they didn't, they didn't... yeah, but, but my view is they, but hang on, so DBS didn't doctor there, did they, they actually were fair and square. The other, these other guys have had someone come in and beat them up there. Yeah. Right? So they've blown their chance. 
Why would you then give them a chance? And yeah, that is strange. They've isn't blown it? their chance. If they if they had managed to clear away where they got them this one right, so they were like, right, you just beat us. You haven't changed the belts. We want to take you on and put this right. But they've blown their opportunity. Tough luck. Yeah. See you later. Move on. Yeah. Don't that, know why you get so angry. Don't worry about it. That is true. It's a bit of a weird way of. Um... Of uh, of doing it really, but I suppose they've got to sell this Houston is every two weeks by the sounds of things. So they've got to sell their tickets to the next one, so and they're not kind of ready to move on yet, I suppose. Um, yeah, but yeah, it's a bit of a strange one. Uh, anything more on this tag match before we move on to our final yeah. contest? So the next match is Jake Roberts, or was Jake Roberts challenging Dick Slater for the North American title? Um, and I thought this was from the same card in Houston. But actually, it can't, basically, it can't have been. Even though the YouTube video says it is, it can't have been. I did a bit of digging. Um, so basically, I think that in canon order, this was probably before... This was definitely before the time that the Taylor match appeared on television. And actually, when I dug into it a bit more, this was actually the 31st of January show, January 31st in Houston. So um, basically... We've done the whole thing in the wrong order, but whatever. Here we go. So we've got what this is now is Roberts versus Slater for the North American title. So we've seen Slater win the North American title last week on on TV. Kind of forget everything else in between because this this is this takes us closer to where we were. So Roberts versus Slater. Roberts asked the crowd if anyone had asked Slater where Dark Journey was, but he got attacked before any possible answer could come. And I thought maybe she was playing squash. Um, I think we saw Houston promoter Paul Bosch at ringside checking on Jake during the early going of this. Uh, Jake was busted before Slater hit him with a sh- with a sit out pile driver that Cactus Jack would have been uh, the Cactus Jack would use a few years later, and I'm sure he would have approved. Um, on the commentary, a guy said, "I've t- already talked about this that they'd have a tremendous car when the action returns to the Coliseum on February the 14th." Um, so we worked, yeah, worked out this was January the 31st. Slater choked Jake with some tape reminiscent of MJF on Punk, CM Punk recently, albeit Slater didn't make any attempt to cover it up in what was a no DQ match. Roberts fired back with his boot with the crowd at a fever pitch. Roberts, uh, Murdoch was bleeding as well at this point. It looked like he was going to get the win, but Roberts got his foot on the ropes. And then Roberts hit the DDT in eight minutes and 43 seconds and won the North American title as the crowd absolutely lost their minds. This was an incredible moment. Dan, what did you think of this relatively short North American title match between Slater and Roberts here? So first of all, it's exciting because it's no DQ and the title match. That's very yeah. non-Mid-South. Um I don't know if you noticed, but the match started, the ring announcer still carried on. <laughs> I didn't know. Loved that. it. So, like, the actually, you know, normally happens when like, the bell goes, that's it. The ring announcer was still, like, just started introducing them still. Yeah. Which I thought was great. I actually like that. I thought, time for that. He's getting paid, getting money. Um, <laughs> where was Dark Journey? I'm guessing he's been talking to a casino where he's gambled her away, but like, <laughs> run out of shits and gone, yeah, I'm a last. Who knows? Who knows with this guy? Um, there has been actually in the last few shows quite a lot. I know it's just no DQ, but quite a lot more out of ring action um, so far this year, um, which is see, perfect for a no DQ match. Um, you had this, yeah, the power drivers, see, you had some blood. Yep. Um, Jake Roberts leading, which is again quite rare. I've I, I done my um, 
sort of analysis, blood expert. I'll tell you what, I didn't notice when he'd done it. I mean, I have a rough idea because he spent like loads of time just leaning on the side of the ring, but there was no ring apron. Yeah, yeah. So fair, so fair play. So it's not like anything was hard, like you couldn't really hide. So there was no ring apron. No, there wasn't it because um, you could see the ring, couldn't you? Yeah. Um, when did they, did they, when they first, they first bled, was the blood fake? No, no. So it's always been blading. Always been blading, yes. Yeah. Right, okay. I wasn't sure if there was capsules like in the films or whatever. Um, but yeah, fair play to fair play to that, but as we know, he's, he is very, very good. And moving on from being very, very good, uh, well, to add to that, I've, I, I'll be honest, I, I jumped up. The yeah. Ending. What an ending. Tell you what I liked about it. He got the, he got his so he got his boot, he took his boot off, which you'd already used in the match. He missed with the boot, right? The boot goes on the floor. And this bit here, I, honestly, I don't think this is under, underrated how this happened. The boot went on the floor, right? And Slater stood on the... Uh, Slater went to pick the boot up, right? Slater stood on the toe of the boot so he couldn't pull it up. So obviously, as he goes to pull it up, and he part up, he's, what's, what's he doing? Yeah. He's over. Ah, oh, yeah, yeah. Gosh, I'm sorry. That is so underrated. Do you know oh, what? I didn't even awesome. get that. I didn't even get that. That's so such a good spot. Yeah. That is so Fantastic. good. I loved it. I thought it was absolutely brilliant. That I is so good. I said it. I proper celebrate. It was so slick. Put it on the floor. Yeah, I'm going to stand on that. You can't get it, can you? Right, you're right in the DDT later. Oh, so happy for him, I was. He was so yeah. happy as well, didn't he? He he really did, yeah. This is quite this is quite a big kind of um, big kind of moment here, really. I think in terms of him winning the title, you you you've basically got sort of the, the number one babyface in the promotion for, you know, for quite um, you know for quite for, for a fair while, a few months probably at this point. Um, and he's won the he's won the title in one of their biggest you know one of their biggest markets. Um, so yeah, this was this was a phenomenal moment. I thought really really incredible. Yeah, I thought it was excellent. Yeah. Any more on this uh, this title match, this title change? No. But obviously, now you've got the dates. It all now makes sense. Yes. Um, yeah. So I think they might even mention in this the title was vacant. Yeah. Okay. So to try and unpick all this, the, the decision was made for some reason to hold the title up, and it was vacant until Valentine's night in Houston when Roberts won a rematch between these two, which I can't find. So that that is one I can't right. I can't find anywhere um, in terms of the title uh, was the title was vacant. The title was vacant, he yes. Win, he wins it here. Yeah, so so yeah. Um, Roberts won, won it here. And for some reason, the title was held, so held up, so made vacant, basically. Um, and so before, they, what, I mean is, what I mean is, there's no current champion before this match, is there? Uh, Slater was a champion, I think. Oh, he was, sorry. So yeah, he yeah. was yeah. vacant. He was yeah. made vacant. Oh, right, okay. That's right, yeah. Um, so, yeah, that, so basically, that that is what happened. Um uh, yeah, and so, so okay, so sorry, yeah, I'm picking. So February 14th in Houston, Roberts won a rematch with the two, and then Slater won it back on February the 23rd in Oklahoma, which I think means the Taylor TV match probably aired after that. But I guess we may find out in due course, so we may right. actually end up seeing that that you know that match that we've already reviewed is actually on one of the television episodes that we've got in in the near future but um yeah we shall we shall see won't we but i really enjoyed this i think anything that's a bit i'm not not enjoying the tv episodes at the moment but i'm frustrated by the fact that i know that i can't just see it you know all the way through um but yeah this was i thought this was really great any any final thoughts on this youtube finds episode of mid-south moments 
No, but I, very enjoyable. Very, very, very enjoyable. I, I'm with you. Look, it's frustrating because, like anything, I would. Yes, a lot of to do with wrestling is the story. Yes, building up the story and understanding yeah. and getting invested. And you know, unfortunately, not being able to do that does make things a little bit frustrating. Um, yes, but a match like that last one, I'm I'm buzzing. I'm buzzing. Yeah. I'm buzzing again after reviewing it. So it can do that to you if you get the right matches, right? And and there's and there's probably why there's no as we said before, there's a reason why certain people go on to become household names. Obviously, Jake today caused one, and that this is this is the prime example of the reason behind it. One of the reasons behind it that they can do that. Absolutely, absolutely. This was really, really enjoyable. Um, we got lots of st- lots of good stuff coming up in the near future. So stick with us. We get we get back to reviews, YouTube finds, talking about chicken Kiev's, all that good stuff. And thank you very much for listening. And we shall speak to you all again very, very soon. Hello, everybody. I am Ricky Morton of the Rock and Roll Express. And if you would like to purchase some merchandise from World's Number One Mid-South Wrestling Podcast, check it out, all the products. That's on redbubble.com, people, Mid-South Moments. They have everything from T-shirts, phone cases, mugs. Remember now, redbubble.com, people, Mid-South Moments. Thanks very much, Ricky. And that link again is redbubble.com forward slash people forward slash mid south moments.